Good evening. I am the muse. Welcome. I always wonder how you found me. And if you did, then for sure you have to listen to this because it is for you. I always wonder how we find the things that we find or whether the find the things that we find are actually looking for us or maybe it's mutual as the saying goes what you seek is seeking you i think i like this idea of mutuality when you choose someone do they choose you back and hopefully The answer is yes, but really we don't think that way, do we? It's just uh, a given, right? Oh, I choose them. But that's why when people get married, they have to make the vows. Well, they don't have to, but I guess it's customary that they have the vows that they exchange where they talk about the mutual commitments that they take. And, you know, I realized this. Um, nothing really happens with another being or for a thing or for reaching a goal or anything alike. Nothing happens without commitment. And how that commitment looks like is, I think, a very individual way of being, depending on what it is that, Uh, you commit yourself to, right? But um, we can't we can't reach for something without really putting putting yourself fully in. And you know, I just realized my partner and I have a, an argument that can turn into a fight. Every three weeks or so, it's a cyclical thing. This is really just something I realized uh, as I am observing. And this is something that I really encourage you to do, is observe yourself in the relationships that you are. Um, and so I was observing myself about this argument that we had, this heated conversation that we had over the phone. And this occurred because we haven't really seen each other and spent time with each other in um, a couple of weeks or so. And when we don't do that, there is a disconnection. And so the disconnection um, was already there when the phone call happened. And so it things were said that made the call not go so great. And we were both left with something like a, oh, like a, like a pain, like a make wrong, like it shouldn't have been that way. Like, why did this happen? Like, I feel so hurt right now. And so all this Because we didn't have, we didn't take the time 
to be with each other or it just didn't didn't work uh, it was just I was sick I I sound differently right so I actually wasn't sick sick I um, I discovered I have environmental seasonal allergy that I got uh, in a pretty strong way with wheezing and of the lungs and not being able to breathe properly and and the moment and again I sat with myself in this inquiry I didn't go into you know panic mode I did think I was sick for a while but I wasn't testing I kept testing for COVID uh, just in case, right? Out of curiosity, if nothing else. And it was, uh, it kept being negative. So I was in an inquiry, what is this? I'm not really fully myself. I can't breathe very well. And then I remembered that in 2018, I did have an allergic response when I was in Malta. And the wind was very strong and carrying all kinds of things that my system was not used to. And so I had what is called, we call it in hypnosis, an ab reaction so to the environment. That's pretty much what allergies are. They are a natural response in the body to something that is no longer aligned with you or you are no longer aligned with your environment. So I am something in my environment um, disturbed my um, my usual um, homeostasis, right? So, uh, which is the state of uh, the body where it's in it is considered in itself in 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 balance, don't change anything, right? It's homeostasis. So something changed, made made that change. And, um, you know, I took a big step. I, uh, well, both of us did. Uh, again, there was a heated argument that this allowed us to discover a little bit something more about each other. You know, why? When arguments happen, they don't happen for the sake of the argument unless unless you really like arguing, unless you're feeding off of arguing. There are certain types of people that energetically need the argument because argument has a specific frequency and so if they feed off of that energy, um, they produce it, they instigate it. You want to look and see if you have people around you that instigate fights. Ask them, are you instigating this? And see how do you feel about the answer that they give. Um, this is not what happened in this case. Neither of us really, well, I shouldn't say that. The argument was instigated for something from that happened externally. And so it got transferred into an argument between us. And we 
we had to find the way back to each other or not and that's where commitment comes in do you fight for the sake of fighting do you fight because you actually love the other person and want to learn more about them and you just have a reactive response to what they're saying or what they're doing we all respond and we all react to the environment we interact with it we there is really no out there out there it's all a creation it's what we have within us we project just like a projector like a projector of a movie where is the movie the movie is inside the projector right on a film so where is the film the film is in the mind what images do you project on the film on your in your mind those are the same images that you create holographically out into the world that's how we create our world how come we all are part of each other's lives that's a fascinating question isn't it how do we both how do we all create the same hologram and participate in each other's lives we do however we do have our individual perception of what's happening and so that's how we create life with each other and we exchange perspectives we build something together we interact with each other so that we can create something if you really look everything is created and we don't have the brain doesn't you know the brain records everything everything that is happening but you don't recall everything however all memories could be readily available if needed most likely we don't access everything that we know um and we are in constant expansion so when the brain expands it puts some of the information that it well knows in parts in in corners where it's not being accessed right but we keep on expanding more and more hopefully you know i had a an interesting conversation earlier today about weight loss and about how 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 come that you put on the weight that you do the layers that you do why does that happen and in this particular case um it was a situation where the grandfather said to the to the family right there was the saying you don't work you don't eat and every time this saying was said it was registered by those around even though 
this adult man now, um, you know, thinks fondly of his grandfather. His grandfather pretty much programmed something in the boy's mind, um, not knowingly, really, but he planted a belief that he had. And so this belief was passed on to two generations, two, not just one, not just to the son, but to his grandson. So his grandson now lives by that. You don't work, you don't eat. Nothing wrong with that, except it does live in survival, right? And food becomes a reward. You work, you have to work for your food. Which, if you think about it, you know, like our our ancestors, ancestors from like millions of years ago, right? Or whatnot, that's what they were doing. They were hunting and gathering berries and hunting or whatever they were doing <laughs> for their food. But uh, it keeps a state of... Um, of being it's a it's a belief it's a belief that wants to recreate itself to stay alive through that so the body needs to make sure that it is safe so what do you do the person who has to work to eat worries right gotta work gotta work gotta work so i can eat so i can eat so i can eat and it's in a loop in the background. It's completely unconscious running the show. Now, this is something that we would work on with hypnosis because this is a chain that needs to be broken because it's a belief. It's a subconscious program. So the body holds on to resources because it needs to stay alive. Right? When you are in a state of worry, constant worry, you're in survival. What about tomorrow? What about tomorrow? Am I going to be eat tomorrow? Am I going to be eat or am I going to be able to eat tomorrow? So it's a loop. That's why most people who are overweight are in a loop. And if you want to lose weight, you want to look at the loop that you're in. And most likely you maybe some things you can see. But some you can't. You got to get in dialogue about that if you really want to drop weight. Weight is not, oh, you know, they're eating like a pig. You got to look behind that. Why does that happen? So that's why I say bullies are really very, they, people, you know, kids, when kids bully other kids, you want to look and see who, how does the bully look like? And there's always kids that become overweight through bullying. Sometimes it's the bullies that are overweight and have to, you know, compensate for that because they're hurting. Overweight people are hurting. And um, they, there's, a, there's something about dealing with your feelings 
truly and dealing with what happened. And a lot of those wounds are in the subconscious mind. And most of us don't want to do the work because it's painful. But guess what? It's a low frequency where you're hanging out right now. If you are holding on to that extra weight, it makes, if, you know, if you are, you know, you are a star seed. You just know it, but you're overweight. This extra weight is holding you in this density. There is a pretty strong alarm in the background. And it's holding you in this density because it's not resolved. And it's a lower frequency um, phenomenon. It's a, it's a, the, the pain, the hurt, the, whatever it is that you've experienced, it's a low frequency that holds you in a spot. And if you don't grow out of it, your frequency and your light can shine and your frequency can get brighter. This planet needs your gifts and your full expression of being. And guess what? We all came here with certain lessons to learn. Sometimes we came here to deal with weight. I had issues when I was... Uh, I think I was 12, 13, when my dad said to me, you know, don't eat that bread. It's going to go and go to your butt, and you're going to get a big butt. And was that true? No, there was a belief. So what did I do? I started eating at certain times, certain foods. So if I wanted to eat cake, I would eat it in the morning so I can burn it during the day. I, um, I did went to times when I, uh, was counting calories and, uh, not eating much, you know, um, but then I wanted to binge because you feel that you're restricting yourself and you, you want to do that. So I've gone through that, but I observed, I continued to observe, and I didn't like who I was becoming in the process. So I had to see what else worked. So I, I, I have a lot of experience with restriction and restricting myself. Um, overweight people, um, they're issue is with no limit you know it's like not being able to put a stop so we all have there's no one is better than the other not at all it's finding seeing does this work for me if it doesn't work then you got to change it okay and most of the time we can't change by ourselves. We need people. We need people around us. We need people that are on the same frequency. 
We need people who have the learnings and the teachings and the skills to show us the way, you know. Um, I was very independent. I did a lot of trial and error and research. I'm, you know, I'm a scientist at heart. I had to research on myself. I had to try out on myself. But I also was very reasonable. You know, I, I, for some reason, I was able to not, I wasn't interested in alcohol. I didn't do any drugs. I, um, I smoked cigarettes when I was 18. I started smoking cigarettes for a while. But you, you can't help but, um, you know, challenge yourself and, Know that feeling the feelings that you feel is okay because you're a human being. You're here to experience those feelings. You remember, it's an experience. Nothing is forever. Nothing lasts forever. If you're in the middle of pain, is it going to last forever? No, it seems that way in the moment. But when you are in a, in a state where you're hurting, Stand up and move if you can. Change state. Move your body in some way. When we move the body, tension or anything that lives in the body or gets expressed through the body is shifting because it's movement is what creates change. Break state, we call it in hypnosis. So break state for yourself. Break your own state. Go move. I like to walk. And in that walk, you can uh, listen to music. You can listen to audiobooks. You can listen to a beautiful podcast. You can listen to nature sounds and walk or run. Uh, movement is very, very good for you. You're going to feel like a different person after 15, 20 minutes. If you take an hour, it's even better. That's a plus if you have the time, right? So I feel like I'm um, I'm kind of rambling here. Um, I did this impromptu like I usually do. Um, I just want to remind everyone this is completely unedited. This is recorded in one shot. This is me going through my own lesson of not editing myself, not question myself, being in the moment, giving, giving of myself, being introspective, sharing. That's all I'm doing here. If anyone tunes in, listens, and hopefully there is something of value to you, makes me happy. And um, I think that's it for tonight. I am the Muse. Until next time. Good night.